0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, once again bringing you the injury update. It's that time of the year. No, I'm not talking about the holiday season. I'm talking about playoffs for fantasy football. So this injury update is more important than ever. Uh, most leagues are in their first round of playoffs, and you really don't want to screw this up. So let's go over are the all the injuries and, uh, and my opinions on them. So we're starting with the players that are out. Julio Jones is a big one. He's out with a hamstring injury. He will not play this week against the Los Angeles Chargers. Meaning Calvin Ridley will be the only person that benefits this. That's fantasy relevant. Um, if it was midseason, I would say maybe take a risk on Russell Gage, but you're in the playoffs now. You don't want to take that risk. So nothing too big here. It's really just a just an unfortunate situation if you're a Julio Jones owner, but if you're a Calvin Ridley owner, he should be getting more targets his way. Next up, DJ Moore. He was placed on the COVID list. He is not expected to be taken off that list to be eligible for this week against the Denver Broncos. Huge blow for fantasy owners, huge blow for the Carolina Panthers, but that means that Curtis Samuel and Robbie Anderson should both have fantasy value this week, and they should both be in the starting lineup Curtis Samuel is a little bit more of a risk but again with DJ Moore out those will be the top two guys next up Kenny Galladay hey uh on this list once again he will not be playing again this week with that dreadful hip injury that's kept him out for more than half of this season uh he will not play this week against Green Bay Packers which is a very favorable matchup so very unfortunate for Galladay and all the fantasy owners We've seen this situation before. Marvin Jones will be the only fantasy-relevant player uh, that should thrive in Galladay's absence, um, as well as TJ Hawkinson at tight end, but you're starting him anyway because he's like top 10. Next up, this is uh, more recent news. The Houston Texans placed David Johnson on the reserve COVID list, meaning Johnson will be ineligible to play this week against the Chicago Bears, meaning Duke Johnson will take over as that RB1. I will not take the risk this week with Duke Johnson. We've seen how well he performs without David Johnson, and it's not great. It's, it's Honestly, it's terrible. Uh, going up against the Chicago defense as well, who's a very solid defense, even if Khalil Mack is questionable this week, I'm not going to take that risk with Duke Johnson. you got to play it safe. You gotta you gotta play a player who you know is gonna score some points, and Duke Johnson really isn't that type of guy. Next up, Antonio Gibson. He is out this week against the 49ers. He suffered turf toe last week. Uh, and he will be missing this week as well. Um, he he could possibly miss miss week 15 as well. It's it's gonna be rough. It's a rough situation, but JD McKissick will be taking over. Uh in the ground game and really in the passing game he should be he should be all over the field as well as Peyton Barber obviously I'm not telling you to pick up Peyton Barber or start him uh really just that that would be dumb but JD McKissick should be a locked and loaded starter he's going to be all over uh this offense should be heavily involved even though it is a tough matchup Those are all the players that are out thank god now we're moving on to some questionable players. We'll start out with, with a doubtful player here. Christian McCaffrey, once again, uh not expected to play this week. Head coach Matt Rule said it himself. He does not expect McCaffrey to play against Denver, which is just it's just a, a devastating blow for for owners of Christian McCaffrey. You know, you're going into the playoffs, you're hoping McCaffrey can can really uh can really help you make that push to the final. But you're going to have to wait another week. So we've seen this situation before. Mike Davis will once again be that RB1 and should have some value. Next up, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, He's dealing with a calf injury. He's going to be questionable this week against the Cincinnati Bengals. He's been limited all week. Uh, There's really nothing that tells me that he's going to be like full on out this week. It would be most likely a game time decision. You have to start him because he's a stud. However, uh, I would keep your expectations low because of the injury and because of his uh, recent performance. Next up, Josh Jacobs is questionable. Uh, With that ankle injury, he is going up against the Indianapolis Colts this week, which is a very, very tough matchup. Uh, Head coach John Gruden stated that he will see how Josh Jacobs is feeling on Saturday, so the time uh, that this is released before making any decisions. So Josh Jacobs had back-to-back limited practices to end the week, so Thursday and Friday limited. I would say it's looking more like he's going to play rather than not. If he doesn't play, Devontae Booker will be taking over Jacob's spot. However, I don't recommend starting Devontae Booker if Josh Jacobs is out. It's a very tough matchup. It's an afternoon game, if I'm not mistaken. You don't want to take that risk. Devontae Booker did not really prove himself last week and he's playing an even tougher defense this week. So uh, Jacobs, if he plays, and then Devontae Booker would just stay on the bench. Next up, DeAndre Swift. He got over his concussion, but he's dealing with an illness that kept him out of last week. Uh, He was a full participant in Friday's practice, which is a very, very, very good sign. Usually when most players practice full on Friday, they end up playing later that week on Sunday on game day. So unless there's a setback swift should be all good to go. Um I would expect Adrian Peterson to still be involved just cuz they kind of want to ease swift into it, but I can really see a world where swift just takes over this game. They're they're up against the Green Bay Packers, it's a very favorable matchup for this Detroit run game, so he should be uh he should be a very very solid start. Next up, Jamison Crowder for the New York Jets. He's questionable this week against the Seattle Seahawks. He's dealing with a calf injury. It's a soft tissue injury. Um, he he's, he was limited in practice. He was added to the injury report on Thursday, which is very, uh, very unfortunate. It was kind of a midweek addition, which is never a good sign, although it did not keep him out of practice whatsoever. I would still play Jamison Crowder as they're going up against the team that gives up the most passing yards per game. However, have a backup prepared. I actually do believe Brashad, Brashad Perriman will be a very sneaky play even if Jamison Crowder is active. That's because Denzel Mims is out. Perriman will be the wide receiver too. And with Crowder dealing with an injury, I can see a lot of targets heading to Perriman this week. So I would start both of them. I it, it, Perriman's a big risk, but... I have a lot of faith in him. Uh, We're going to stick with the New York Jets, head over to the run game. Frank Gore, uh, he is going to play, it looks like. He's expected to play, according to head coach Adam Gase. Frank Gore dealt with that concussion that he suffered last week. He should be good to go. However, I will not start him. I will not be taking uh, the risk, the gamble on old man Gore this week. I want somebody that can... That can get me more points. Frank Gore has a very low ceiling, although he does have a very high floor, as long as he doesn't get injured for the New York Jets. I don't like this uh, at all. I predict the Jets are going to need to throw the ball a lot. I don't want to I I don't want to put Frank Gore in my starting lineup if I'm in the playoffs. It's just ugly. I don't want to deal with that. Uh next up, T. Higgins is questionable. He's been limited all week, but I would say he's leaning more towards playing this week rather than not. He's a very good matchup against the Dallas Cowboys. The only issue is that question mark at QB ever since Joe Burrow uh, got injured. This passing game, this receiving game has not been the same. It's a big risk playing T. Higgins this week just because of the quarterback situation. So if you are a risk taker, if you want somebody with tremendous upside but a very low floor, I would go T. Higgins. But just keep in mind, that's a riskier play than most this week. Next receiver, Brandon Cooks from the Houston Texans. He's been limited throughout the week. Uh, it, it doesn't look like this is a situation where unless he has setbacks, he should be good to go. He's a very, very high upside this week going up against the Chicago Bears. Uh, he is that wide receiver one now ever since Will Fuller got suspended. So he has tremendous upside and a lot of value this week. Next up, let's talk about some Arizona players. Kenyon Drake, he was added to the injury report midweek. He had some limited sessions for the last two days, so Thursday, Friday, kind of like the uh, Jameson Crowder situation. Kenyon Drake is still expected to play. He should have a pretty solid game against the New York Giants as he's he's kind of emerged now as at RB1. I know earlier in the season it's been Drake and... Chase Edmonds kind of as a as a dual threat. Now Drake has kind of stepped it up a little bit, taking over that spot that we expected him to be at. Uh, it Obviously, uh, there is still some value in Chase Edmonds, and you check 90 minutes before game time. They do play in the earlier window, so you, you should be able to know before any of the lineups are locked. Uh, Chase Edmonds, obviously, a lot of value if Kenyon Drake is out. I would not risk it with Chase Edmonds if Kenyon Drake does play though uh as you know you you really don't don't want to take these big gambles in playoffs so Chase Evans would be a a high ceiling very low floor um but then his value changes if Drake doesn't play but there's nothing that tells me that Drake won't uh next up DeAndre Hopkins he was dealing with a neck and a back injury he did not play Thursday uh, and that was just due to soreness so that freaked a lot of people out. He returned to practice Friday. He was a full go, um, not limited at all. So that's that's a big thumbs up in my book. He should be solid, ready to go this week against the New York Giants. Going to be great. I don't need to tell you about D-Hop. He's amazing. He should be very good this week. Uh, last player in the questionable list, A.J. Brown. He missed practice this entire week, but he did return on Friday to get a limited session in. So unless he does have any setbacks, I expect him to be uh, more of a game-time decision. Uh, He's dealing with that ankle injury that he suffered last week. I would say uh, he's definitely a a must-start if he plays. You check 90 minutes before game time, he is playing in the earlier window. But in my head, he should be all good to go. All right, that wraps up the questionables. I'm going to talk about just briefly all the players that were questionable midweek but are now confirmed going to play so starting off kiki cutie he was dealing with a knee injury uh he was questionable midweek but he was a full participant thursday and friday he's fully expected to play he should be good to go uh he is a amazing flex option this week he had a very good performance last week as well so he should be a must start chris godwin uh he missed wednesday's practice he had those pins removed from his index finger uh, earlier in the week, they're just kind of easing him into this week. Uh, he should be all good to go this week against the Minnesota Vikings. Should be a solid uh, wide receiver two with wide receiver one upside. Next up, Debo Samuel. He was dealing with foot injury midweek. He is going to play this week against Washington. This is a tougher matchup. I'm not that confident in Debo Samuel this week. He's a very low end flex in my opinion. It's a tough defense, so uh, I wouldn't. I would look elsewhere for Debo Samuel. I only like Brandon Ayuk in this matchup. Um, but, you know, it. if you don't have anyone else, Debo Samuel should be okay. He's not going to impress you. Uh, next up, Jonu Smith. He was dealing with a knee injury. He practiced full on Friday. That usually means they are good to go. I do not expect him to miss this week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hopefully, it's a bounce-back week for him after missing last week and putting up a big fat goose egg the week before. Uh, then we have Curtis Samuel. He was taken off the COVID list. He was activated. He should be all good to go for this week. Same thing for James Connor activated off the COVID list. He's good to go. And Mark Andrews activated off the COVID list. He is good to go as well. All three of those players that I just named off Curtis Samuel, James Connor, Mark Andrews should be all starters of this week uh, and should score you some points. Hopefully, enough to win you the next round. So good luck. In this playoff push, if you want to see the full list of all these players as well as my opinions, check out our website, barelyathletic.com. Look under Articles, Injury Update. You should see this at the top of the page. Hopefully, you all have a good Week 14. Hopefully, you win. Make it to the next round of the playoffs. I wish you the best of luck, and we'll see you next time.